Fuck and you need a boost. Rye is here to scrape your poops. He's the poop man, the sewage guy. He goes by Rye. <laughs> That's that just became our new uh, intro theme song music. <laughs> We've been looking for a theme song and we just found it. It's nothing like a hot stream on a bright day to ruin your plans. No way. We call up Rye and we say, bring a poop scoop of the day. Maya gets so mad at me for messing with the words all the songs she likes like right now she's obsessed with that um timber that song kesha pitbull you oh know my god blast from yeah. the piss ass it's going down so <laughs> i changed the words to it i <laughs> it's turning brown so pull my finger got a fart inside my pants i, I like it dad stop so that's my job as a dad is just to ruin everything uh clap drop podcast episode 30 uh hey shoot uh shoot mr josh the invite stuff okay talk while i type okay are we are we live on facebook right now what are we doing right now what's going on right now not yet i don't even have anything i'm not prepared at all for you know what though that's gonna be a good podcast it's gonna be a good one oh shit i just pasted the invitation into the title of the podcast honestly i'm probably just let it hang Ooh, clapped out how do you spell canadian out can you hear my cat going wild in the background i cannot nope nothing she, nothing negative three two one and we are live on the base the fuck the fuck of bases the big i can we start over start it over <laughs> start over and we're live on facebook uh we're also already recording on if you're listening to this on itunes or wherever you want to get podcasts from apparently if we don't get podcasts on spotify we ain't about shit so wait hold we on we're not on spotify out. no not yet i gotta figure that one out okay cool well as a retired guy with all the time in the world figure it out see the way my days are set up right now um got a lot of sleeping <laughs> got a lot of sleeping to do got a lot of snoozing to catch up on man are you done dude my cat is gonna drive me up a wall all right so here's the deal <laughs> sorry i just seen a lot of that awkward silence is gonna go our whole podcast could be renamed the awkward silence except i don't want to relinquish the name clapped out to these fools that are trying to pretend they're us <laughs> so you listen to the other clapped outs podcast and they were like yeah so now, chill. They, they know that we exist uh we know they exist they're trying to figure out where we're from they know that you're from kentucky um if they're listening somehow to this by by chance i am indeed in north carolina i'll give them your direct address too if they want to dm me <laughs> <laughs> so i am a north carolina boy um not born and raised here but yeah we're pretty close where were you anyway, born uh wisconsin originally but we may cross paths in the future city, to the other clap out. Can I please line of questioning? No, because this is that's what like personally city? identifiable information. If oh no, see. they might Look, figure out that I'm a cheesehead. No, I don't care about that. I my identity has already been somehow mistakenly jacked in By the an system. Old lady. <laughs> yeah. Somebody out there named Patsy Griffey tried to steal my identity with the Department of Veterans Affairs. So <laughs> that's issue I've been dealing with. I just um, had a really good idea. My buddy Tackleberry can run a background check. 
<laughs> so. uh, but no, the other podcast did listen, and uh, they gave us a hard time, just like we gave them a hard time. And, I'll give them uh, more than a hard time. I'll give them a hard on. Uh, that's what you're getting at. I'm just going to say hard, hard off with your on. Yeah, that's what's up. Personally identifiable then, information. There is a a third clapped out podcast. I don't care. I know. <laughs> it's called the clap <laughs> the clapped out moto hour, and all they talk about is dirt bikes. So um damn. So Northern High School is in Durham, huh? Whoa, chill. Yeah. What are you doing? It's on your Facebook, dude. I oh, mean, let's is. be real. I thought, yeah. If you're wondering, I went to Geneva High School. Mm-hmm. Area, zip, uh, zip code 630 that's the area code i lived at 717 peck road in geneva illinois six, i don't even remember the zip code 60134 yeah look it up i don't remember any of that stuff when i was a kid that's I where my mom I lived in... my mom lived there i live with my dad in batavia off of mckee street for a bit and then in st charles in a townhome community i was born in west bend wisconsin and then i lived in a sm- super small town called theresa or Teresa. It's spelled Teresa, but everybody said Theresa, which is really weird. West Bend, Wisconsin, arrest records. Man, you got a clean record. I hate you. Listen, we need to not talk about that until at least March 31st. Speaking of March 31st, did I tell you where I'm going for spring break? No, where are we going for spring break? To work like a normal human. Not a retired pile of trash that I hate. I was going to say, you're an adult. <laughs> Why are you taking spring break? You mean you, your whole life's a break now. Yeah, it kind of is. It's pretty good. Oh, dude. It's pretty good. I'm not so, lie. had a big day today. Did you? What did you? Yeah. Would you sleep till noon? No. Actually, um, this morning at 6 a.m., shout out to you. I'm going to butcher this dude's name. I'm just going to call him Tyler because I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Tyler. From Texas, not Tyler of Tyler, Texas, which would be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm sure. What if his name was Texas Tyler from Tyler, Texas? That sounds like the makings of a great either porn star or sitcom or NASCAR driver. Hello, lady. My (laughs) name is Tyler Texas from No, I messed up. I'm Texas Tyler from Texas from Tyler. That's a damn NASCAR driver right there. Um, no, Tyler out of Tejas uh bought the chassis for me and it's gone as of six o'clock this morning. You never keep anything, dude. Right? You never keep anything. It's like I'm the only one that can hold down the fort by keeping things and never letting them go. That's the first thing I've ever sold that's unfinished, and I have anxiety about it. How do you do it? I I sleep like a baby. (laughs) Well, I sell. Here's the thing. Let's go over the last couple cars I sold and like what the outcome, who purchased them, and what the deal was. So the notchback deal, I sold it to a customer of ours mm-hmm. his name is roy and he's super dope and awesome and when the car was like nearing completion it was a tired six liter engine nitrous kit blah 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 and he remember i had that integra the right hand drive joint for like five minutes yes well that thing he hit me up he's like, man i was trying to you know pick one of those things up i want a fun little get around car and i was like well the notchback will be probably sold in five minutes and uh He's like, all right, cool. I'll take it. And I was like, yo, wait. Uh, uh, a couple things. Uh, Number I one, shit myself. Though. Yeah, that's like it's off the top. Like, you know that I'm not allowed in the back of the shop normally, right? So there's that. Um, but that was the big thing. I, uh, what is going on? I think my dog's about to poop on on herself. Can you cover for a minute? Uh, this is the part where yeah, I climb up. This is the part where I climb up. Great. And freeze. Just talk about me a lot. <laughs> 
So Logan likes to uh, be the one. Usually he holds the torch of uh, purchasing cars and selling them in a, I would say he gets them to about 80 to 90% finished. And then if you're familiar with the channel, usually they go on to greener pastures. The notchback was one they actually finished and the new owner of it had some levels of success. I think the first time he took the car out, which I'm sure he'll fill us in on it when he's back is it went out and won a damn no prep, I think in the street class. So um, for me, I usually am the one who doesn't sell anything. I, I don't buy stuff to flip it. That chassis was kind of like me just having to change a heart. So uh, Tyler in Texas picked up the chassis from me this morning, and he's going to be building it and uh, turning it into a street, um, kind of down and dirty. I don't want to give away too much information because I'm not sure if he wants the world to know um, huh? just specifics of who bought Catch me up. Chassis. Catch me up. I was, I was just telling him uh, how I'm not usually the one to sell stuff in an unfinished status. And I usually no, don't sell stuff, period. Uh, I don't buy stuff to flip it. I usually buy stuff because I really like it and I want to keep it for mm. myself. That's I, dumb. I won't say I hoard, but I hold on to stuff for a very long time and before I let it go. You pop the D out of that word and that's something you do do. And I said do do, so that's a double entendre. That's poopy and, a po and a insects. Is that what a double entendre is? I don't know. I, is that when a double entendre is when a word has two meanings? My wife is, if she's listening right now, she's cringing because she's. I got a word of the day toilet paper. I'm trying to embolden myself with very do you read schizophrenic it words. After you, never mind. <laughs> Can't read shit. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> That's a dad pun. Put it on the board. Check it. Man, I don't want to have a pen in my hand this time for this podcast because I don't want to be sitting here clicking it the whole time. Yeah, you are very clicky. Okay, so I was just kind of telling him about how the dude that bought the notchback took it out and didn't he win a no prep? He had some <laughs> levels of success with it. Yeah, so Roy, I, I fucking love Roy. He's awesome, dude. I think everybody that works in performance industry, motorsports, has like a specific amount of people that they just really enjoy when they come through. And Roy is one of those dudes, man. He's a good old boy. He, he is like, he's like a man's man. Like he hunts bears. And then makes bear burgers. So he goes on all these hunting trips, which, you know, me being bear like a, taste like, I don't know. He's going to bring me something that he didn't actually, I do hate him for that. The dude, like if he, you're I, in the comments and you've had bear, let us know what it tastes like. Yeah. Cause that's like the type of bear that Rye has at the club on the weekends. Yeah. Not that. Um, yeah. I feel like eating carnivores or anything that eats meat is going to like, I feel like bear probably tastes like raccoon or possum yeah, or anything. A lot of vegetation and stuff. They eat salmon. I see a lot of, eat a lot of Yeah. A lot of, well, that's because of well, humans. Okay, think about the animals that you do eat. Besides fish, what animal do you eat is readily available at a grocery store that it is some sort of a predator that eats other animals. Everything that we eat that is farmed is basically, even for hunting, for the most part, turkey. outside of like turkeys, your carnivores. Mm, yeah, they eat bugs. Yeah. But I've heard, and I haven't had wild like ostrich turkeys. Love the taste of ostrich. Jason says Jason Webster says bears taste like honey. <laughs> such an idiot. God damn. Uh -huh. No shit. Jason just came through with a dad joke. <laughs> it's dad joke Wednesday, boys. I don't know. I just hey, right. It's too. It's it's uh, New Year's Eve. All see you next year. <laughs> oh my goodness well, that's a joke you could take to the bank deposit it but make sure you don't write a check your ass can't cash if you know what i'm saying up and down all the way around dancing up dancing down bear burgers are good bear jerky sticks are good but you got to add a lot of fat so that tells me if you have to add other animals to it oh, here it's not that uh, good of a meat 
you know what? I think we need to get this out of the way. What's Rye, that? being the giant foodie you are, <laughs> how would you prepare me a candlelight bear dinner? Um, I would probably add a bunch of fat to it from another animal. <laughs> but you know I'm watching my figure, so what else can you do? No, fat is flavor, dude. You're going to eat it, and you're going to like it. There's only one fatty thing I want to eat, and that's whale blubber. And I'm going to call you Shamu. I'm probably <laughs> going bear burger for you. Bear meatloaf. Will you make me some bear loaf? Oh, bear loaf. Bear bones. No, bear loaf, like meatloaf, but of a bear. Hey, uh, Rye. Yeah. What rock group has four men, but none of them sing? What? A Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Holy shit. If I had a bell that said good joke alert, I'd be dinging it. I'd be ding, ding, dinging it. You know what I mean? Just bum, bum, bum. That's a good one. Right? Oh, man. That's a good joke. What were we talking about? How many apples grow on a tree, Rye? Uh, where are you reading these from? I know them off the top of my head, dude. I'm a dad joke connoisseur, bro. How many wow. apples grow on a tree? How many? All of them. <laughs> God, <laughs> you get it? Uh, you get uh, it? Because none of the it. apples grow on the ground. I, don't mute me. Don't you dare mute me. I'm not. I'm trying to let Josh in. I'm trying to find my mouse. My buddy Mikey from Chicago is calling. Should I answer? Um, what's my? Wife's... He's one of the few in the proud as well. So I'll probably probably answer. wife's wife's favorite joke is uh, how do you make I'm a handkerchief? Podcast. <laughs> what up, Josh? What's up, you guys? I'll call Not you when much. I'm done. Though, jo- Logan's okay. in here telling dad right, jokes. Love you. Say it back. Talking to his Bye. boy. He's on the phone right. Now. You okay. done? I hung up. He said, "Whoa, dude! Cinderella getting like her princess pants in a rut over here." That's Hello, Josh. <laughs> Look at Josh. At least you're not in a drive-thru, you dickhead. Nah, I never do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great topic. I got so many people. Josh, I think you're the only one that handled it with like the grace I, I knew you would. <laughs> and uh, this is for our listeners that haven't seen it. I posted on Facebook. First of all, I was in line at the Panda Express. It's a very nice, high-class, five-star Chinese restaurant. And I was waiting in line to order food with my lady. And there was a Chevy SSR truck in front of us that would not choke up to the truck in front of him. Matter of fact, he backed up a couple times and I was like, what the hell is this dude doing? And there was a truck at the drive through and this, this guy rolled through and just chain smoked a cigarette and everybody's cars were getting full of cigarette smoke the way the wind was wafting it backwards. And the guy that was in front of us in the SSR had handicapped plates. He was an older guy rolled his windows up. You could tell he was having a super hard time. And the dude in the truck in front of him ordering was just didn't give a shit. So I posted a status that said, like, anybody that smokes in drive throughs is human garbage. And I hope you never find happiness. <laughs> and like family friends of ours. And I was getting text messages from people super, super offended by my status. Like, you really think like it's not that easy to kick an addiction, Logan. I'm like, I'm fat as shit. I know. I just grabbed a granola bar live on a podcast. Yeah. I know all about addiction. They're smokers. They're not real people anyway. Yeah, 100%. But Josh writes back and says, I'm just here to say, fuck all y'all. <laughs> and it was really it kind of set the whole mood, set the tone for the whole thing. Well, Josh yeah. was giving me the third degree when we were up there, uh, when I went up there to get the car about, I was like, hey, stop at this gas station because I want to go in here and grab another monster. And he's like, you just had one. This is oh, so bad dude. for you. No, as he's putting on a cigarette. And I was like, I'm not going to take this from somebody who smokes. He's like, I'm a professional athlete. Yeah. 
<laughs> you can't drink energy drinks around him. It totally. But then he'll pull through Starbucks and be like, what do you order? It's ridiculous. It's like what, 12. No, I get two shots of espresso with some almond milk. That's it. There is. I feel like it's more specific than that. No, nah, they just, it's just, they have a funny name for it. It's called I need my, Adopio. That's right. I need my almond milk lukewarm, not a stitch higher. No, two ice, shots. please. Ice. A little bit of ice. Six cubes. Any more than that, I'll throw it out the window. <laughs> hey, but going back to the smoking thing, I'm, I'm I try to be a courteous smoker, which yeah. is I respect the hell out of that. I don't it, I'm in an awkward position because I grew up. My mom was a smoker. My whole mom's side of the family smoked. And if I'm being honest, the smell of cigarette smoke doesn't really bother me that much. I get bothered by smokers that aren't courteous and other people are upset and getting like clouded out by them. So I get more upset at the lack of courtesy than I do the action of cigarette smoking. If that makes sense. Yeah, me too. <laughs> now, nah, but when I go back to the cities like Philly or LA or something, it's like all those rules are just thrown out. All the curt, all the, everything you think about being cure or courteous is yeah. gone. I mean, people just smoke like yeah. it doesn't matter. And so sometimes I get used to that too, where, wait a minute, fuck, fuck all y'all. I'm having a smoke. <laughs> you know the other thing that blows my mind is every time i go to vegas and i walk into a casino and i'm like <gasps> how dare they oh you can do that here. yeah i you could do yeah you could do that. i see i don't I, like smoking in there i don't like smoking in the casinos or anything i'll smoke in my shop but clearly. i don't smoke in the, i don't smoke in the house i don't smoke i, I don't remember how i don't understand how i used to like tolerate going to bars and then i feel like i, I would have to come home and immediately hit the shower and then yeah, the next you're morning going to bars, I you're gag. drinking it's just kind of nothing when you, i don't know i never had a problem if i was like in my college days i never gave i've tried to smoke a cigarette one time in my life i couldn't do it um but i never never bothered me much again it's the lack of courtesy that I, or if I, oh my god Whew. tell me that doesn't boil and josh this probably this you probably don't care um or you do but you won't say it because you don't want to agree with me on this one if you're on the highway and someone in front of you flicks a butt out the window and it smacks the front of your car. Do you get salty? I just wonder if it got into the radiator. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ride, do you get salty? Uh, I just immediately go like, oh, you're that person. You're yeah. a piece of shit. I hope you yeah. I, I immediately. I don't wish like death on them, but yeah, I'm just like, I do. yeah, I know your type. I would like to pit maneuver them into an embankment. Uh, I, f I flick them out all day, every day. They, they biodegrade. They this don't. There are a lot of plastic in them. Maybe yours do. So, you, you smoke natural cigarettes. Nah. When you're when like what's what's crazy to me, and I've seen this plastic. Hold on, firsthand. What are you doing? Looking up at like I don't know who's smashing the like button on the live feed on Facebook right now, but I fucking love you. Yeah, Keep I love doing your that, face, dude. Um, like when you sit at a stop sign, a stop sign, stoplight. Look outside on the on the ground and look how disgusting the I say floor, but the road is with just cigarette butts everywhere. It's 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 fucking awful. It's is a cigarette shit. biodegradable? The oh butt of a cigarette is primarily the filter, made of a type of plasticized cellulose acetate. It does not readily biodegrade. That does not mean it will persist whole in the environment forever, though, as sunlight uh, will degrade it and break it into very small particles. Yeah, but Josh smokes American spirits. Native American. Yeah, Those yeah, are Native American Americans, spirits. and they would never, ever want to do anything to harm us. Owned by Marlboro. Are they really? Yeah. I didn't know Marlboro was a Native American. Yeah, that's the other thing is the my family 
made a living with Marlboro cigarettes. So me being anti-cigarettes, every time I post anything cigarette related, anyone from that side of the family is like, you know what you're saying. Do you know what you're saying, boy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm aware. well aware. No, I got to quit. I quit a few years ago for a year, I think. And it was cool. Like after the first eight months and then I started back up around like 11 months. So the first eight months sucked. The next two months were okay, but then that 11th or 12th month when I started back up was fucking awesome. Eight months it took you to kind of get over it? <laughs> now you awesome. never. Dude, the whole entire time I never totally got over it. I've quit thinking about it a lot. Like I even went to like London where everyone smokes and I didn't smoke. And I remember looking at people that were standing outside smoking like, damn, I used to do that. Or when you smell someone that smokes, like mm -hmm. if you're in the grocery store and someone walked past you and you're like, yeah, that's the worst. If somebody like just exhales and walks into a building. Oh, oh, dude. And then boom, I'm done. It's clean. No, you're not. Yeah. You still Let, yeah. Level it up. Someone that works at the facility you're going to that's smoking in front of the entrance and then blows it out right as they walk in in front of you. Yeah. Hey, but now that I'm back as a smoker, none <laughs> of that shit bothers me. Yes. <laughs> Like it's so you're cool. saying we should all start smoking. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I wasn't a smoker hater when I didn't smoke. Yeah. And I'm definitely not gonna be a smoker hater when I smoke. Because it's always nice when someone's like, yo, you smoke? Like, yeah, let's go smoke. You know? It has become it has become a very like I don't know, even when I was in high school, it was it, the dare not dare, but what was the truth campaigns? What were they? The orange like the, the Oh yeah, for you is truth. They were so scared. It's yeah. like we could end smoking. It's our it's our generation. And then like most of the kids in my high school are like, we gotta get a fucking cigarette. This looks like we should probably start smoking. Yeah, but I'm probably I'm probably heading I'm I'm about to quit again pretty soon here. Yeah, what in a few hours when you go to bed? You go to sleep? No, yeah, I do quit every <laughs> night. I do I do quit. Technically, I quit every night and my body goes through a nice recovery. But if I smoke too much the day before, I definitely feel it when I wake up the next day. I'm like, Cause I, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke weed, I don't do anything else. I just smoke sleep. That's probably um, yeah. I think I've I've had maybe one beverage with you, and that was it. And I don't think you finished. It. I think you got it just to sip. When we were at Montana Grill. You, were, I think you ordered a cocktail and just mainly just let it sit. Yeah, you know, I I do miss my because it would be Crown Royal mixed with Amaretto on the rocks. <laughs> but I sure would find myself getting into trouble after a few. Yeah, so, I think maybe it's good that you calm that down. I eventually I think, was just like, nah, I'm good. I think all three of us have benefited greatly from not drinking. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Rise has recently quit, right? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. almost, uh, I think I'm over 90 days now. Yeah, no, he was over. He was like shaking. Man. He was like shaking when he was over. I was like, what are you? So I see, oh, so you had was like, oh, you're going to lose so much weight. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? Now it's just straight like Mountain Dew, Monsters, and coffee. Like, I thought for sure. I thought for sure he wasn't used to how cold it was here, but. But then he told me he had quit drinking recently, and I'm like, oh, shit. Well, that's you, okay. you okay? You know? Because, I mean, <laughs> you're shivering and shit. Jim Gaffigan is like, yeah, nobody ever asks you why you quit with anything else. It's like, oh, no mayonnaise, please. Why? Yeah. yeah. Did you no, have a problem with mayonnaise? A problem? <laughs> it's like, no, dude. Oh, man. I didn't, uh, I didn't like, intentionally quit drinking, but I will say... Same um, Yeah, it was just sort of like a, a day crescendo. Like, I would... It was my my entire life revolved around partying nonstop, like not nonstop, but like every day of the week when you're in your like mid younger 20s was like, oh, it's Monday. Got to Monday. Get fucked up day. And then Tuesday, well, you got to karaoke. There was karaoke Tuesdays at Betty's, which was fun. <laughs> 
That's where that uh, bartender. That's where that bartender tackled that guy and yelled, "Some gays don't play." That was oh, an yeah, awesome yeah. place, dude. <laughs> God, what a memory! But yeah, it was like you. It was the move, you know. And I work with a kid at Dynasty now. Who's you think he's like twenty four, but he acts like he's nine. He's also listening to the podcast. His name's I'm not going to say his real name because he'll feel like he feels good about it. I'm going to call him Trillium Barreled. Um, and he talks. About, he's like, yeah, dude. I could, you got, I can't wait to drink with you guys in my head. I'm like, I don't know that you want that smoke, buddy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to let that guy out of the cage. He's a bad person. He yeah. pees on people. I got real drunk with you. He said, <laughs> you see his response. Yeah. Trillium's so mad, dude. Yeah. Will, I don't think you want to, I don't think you want to get drunk with Logan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a fair, it is a pretty rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Well, it's here. Okay, next thing. topic. No, <laughs> that's, that's fair. I will say the last time I did, uh, I went on a little bender. Let's call it, let's call it a mini bender. But I was in Las Vegas, and I was with Hal, the owner of Dynasty, and I kept buying drinks for Hal. And he's dude, he's such a genius because I was too drunk and he already knew it. And he would take like a baby sip of these shots and then hand them back to me and be like, can't, "Oh, I can't do it." which resulted in me pounding my own like 60 shots and then getting escorted out of the club shortly thereafter for sharing a funny cigarette with somebody I didn't know. Well, we didn't get a PRI. We didn't get escorted out. Uh, I'm just, you autographed everybody with a Sharpie. I did. Oh yeah. my God. I wrote, I wrote Brian Tooley racing on Cooper. Some, on Cooper. <laughs> they were all there for Cooper Baghetti from <laughs> Cletus McFarland fame. Yeah. And I, I wrote BTR for the win on his tits. Yeah. And that was when I mean obviously BTR and Texas Speed have a rivalry. Like it's no it's not a joke or not a joke. It's not hidden. And they were all Texas Speed boys. So they got BTR FTW on his tits and he <laughs> didn't realize it till afterwards. Those oh, boys man. will put out one of those stupid blue hurricanes. Oh, dude. That's Garrett, though. That's all him. Those were rough. I'll tell you this much. The next time Garrett tells me not to take pictures of him at a bar drinking. <laughs> okay. No pictures. We'll switch to video. Okay. So I'm going to cross him off the name, off the list of, of potential guests on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Hey, uh, let me interrupt real quick. Did you guys happen to see that video? They're doing, I think they're doing lights out right now, right? Uh -huh. Is it right now? Is testing right now? Or are they actually racing already? They are testing right now. Qualifying okay, did you starts see tomorrow on Friday. Mm -hmm. It might have been a Camaro, a 69 yes. Camaro that yep. literally took off like a plane. Landed on rubber. And landed on rubber somehow. Another yeah. one? I mean, it happens almost every year there. No, this I, happened I think uh, today, right? Radial tire report brought it up and they have a picture. They have a picture of it, and it was Tim Slavin. Slavin's? Slavin's. Slavin's. Yep. His car went – it went very high in the air. Yeah, did you see the still of it, Josh? No, I just saw the video of it, and I was blown away by that. Yeah. It, 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 what, do they, what do they call it? The home of the flying cars. I'm going to tag like, you in the video, right, or in the picture. Okay. Yeah, it was like one that definitely should have been barrel rolling on the infield or whatever, but it, it somehow straightened itself out in the air with the parachute or something they I just mean, god dude i can't imagine they just set the was it pro 275 it's so crazy like you remember when a radial tire first broke into the threes and we're like oh how far is hold this on i'm watching go? the video and well that's great oh, oh! oh no dude <laughs> it was sent where's it at 
Oh my god! This is real good for all the listeners. What you're yeah, listening. well, it's more about me right now. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't know how to send this to you. I'm gonna message it to you. How do I message? Help. In Messenger, Radio Tower Report on Facebook. You know, you, how about you're you acting know? real new right now? Your face is. I don't know what to say. All right, I sent it to you. Here's yeah. the thing. I want you to watch it and get an honest reaction because I feel like reaction videos do well on the YouTubes. So maybe a reaction podcast would do well. Ooh. <laughs> you know, a reaction podcast. Hear how surprised we are. You watching it? Hold on. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to watch it because it's going to get us flagged because it'll push the audio through here. However, I can mute it. No, I can mute it. I can't fucking mute it oh listen for everybody that's at home watching, you're acting so new right listen. now bro how did logan watch it yeah he watched it on his it? fucking phone no i didn't i got it on the computer right here yeah i don't care no look here now you sure that's click the video the link there. here everybody no, sees the, the car flying Please yeah but that's flying. not even that it, dude it there it is. levels he out is. he gave in <laughs> it levels out like a dart Dude, it is it literally it literally looks like he's piloting it on purpose that way in the air. Tim Slavens, what do you think? How much do you think he spends a month in wheelbarrows to carry his balls around? Here we Look go. at this. Oh, he uh, bounced it, dude! Nice, lands it. <laughs> so anyone that's listening, Big Timmy goes up in the air. Car cocks about forty-five degrees starboard which i hope is right i don't sail hey josh you got a boat is starboard right or left starboard's right okay navy boy well is it the right looking at it straight on or sitting in the captain's seat while you're sitting and going forward it's to the right it went to the australian driving position port side is left <laughs> which is bow or stern and it cocks that way in the air and tim was probably finished in a sudoku puzzle mid-air and was like oh okay hold on and grab the shoot the car straightens out in the air Lands a little sideways and then he cuts it back and drives it through the beams on the big end. Yeah, it kind of uh, the only word I have for it, uh, porpoises. Yes, like, it does porpoise. like a freaking dolphin through the air. It does, which is crazy because my nickname in college was the porpoise for other reasons involving a blowhole. <laughs> so shout out to Tim Slavens, good job, sir. Who set the record? I didn't. We were talking about that, but somebody set the new record on a two seventy five, which is in the like three sixties, I think. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Three, 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 Diamond hands tune. It's insane oh how fast God. a radial tire car is. Like I understand that that track is glued like flypaper, but dude. So did you guys? Did anybody think that this was going to be the case? You know, ten years ago. Yeah, here's I I nah, not ten years ago, but like the last five years, it's it's not if but when the bar is going to get redone, and every year. I mean, every freaking year, it's getting in more and more and more wild. I mean, it's it's crazy. I can't I can't fathom going a four something in the eighth consistently. Okay, so here, let's. I used to think the same thing about. We have a professional athlete here in front of us, Josh, Mister Josh Kalis. In skateboard world, yeah, I know I you don't him. really He's bring like these two worlds together. I hate him for this reason. But do you still see insane progression? You're like, there's how how can it get any better than this? Like, how can somebody top that? And then you you in a different direction. Is your mind still blown every once in a while? I thought you yeah. were gonna say, how is he still every an day? Athlete? Every day. Every day I'm blown away. I'm just like, what the fuck? 
And, you know, we, we talked about it like 10 or 15 years ago. And this dude, Deerdick, used to say, dude, watch. In 10 years, kids are going to be doing these like crazy ass tricks that we're doing on curves down handrails. And I'm like, yeah, no, they're not. And they're already beyond what he was saying that they were going to do. Yeah. And then things like Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that has even pushed the envelope further because you're not just watching the <clears throat> the 10 or 15 pros you know that are out there pushing the limit you're actually seeing a million different kids and each kid is going to be really good at one specific thing that's different than the next kid so you get to see like all this ridiculously good stuff and you think it makes you think that skateboarding is just i don't know how to explain it but really you're looking at like a million different people doing a, a million different things it's like so it's progressing yeah. Okay. The range of, my my the range answer of, is yes. My answer is yes. <laughs> I like that. The range <laughs> no, of focus good. is pretty wide, especially with how connected everyone is. And even like outsider looking in, I mean, well, put it this way. Let's let's draw a comparison between the racing world and the skateboard world. So um, a lot of people that are watching that are listening to this or watching this, whatever, have heard of Nigel and John from Brutal Speed and Tuning. So they're Fox Body. When I met them, uh, and I started working with them via BTR, they uh, were super impressive. And the car had gone a four something and um, high four second pass. And it was like, damn, dude, these guys are already at this level. Where are they going to be in X amount of time? And they're at lights out right now. The car that is a content. I don't, I haven't admittedly, I have not watched any lights out feed. So if they're out of the running for some reason, I apologize. Um, or if they have a failure, I don't know because I, I have saw them make a shakedown. That's all I've I saw. Seen. The shakedown was like, dude, the shakedown pass was like <laughs> their their it's best the ET ever back in the day. Yeah. So now you see these people, and when I met those guys, obviously I'm not Miss Cleo, but I really did feel like, man, they're gonna they're gonna shake the LS world up, and they did. I mean, they went faster and faster on less and less parts than anyone else, just focusing on making the combo work. So in the skate world. I can only imagine, like, I'm sure, Josh, you know, like, you've seen some, a, a kid, let's go, like some 15-year-old kid on Instagram and thought to yourself, this kid's going to blow up, and then watched him turn into what you expected him to turn into, I'm sure. Well, skateboarding is a little different, though, because to be honest with you, it's like just being really good doesn't really get you the deals, you know? Yeah, You got to have the certain type of look. You, if, if you have a story or something like that, that even makes it, you know better it's actually there's an issue with that going on right now in something like skateboarding where it's just real vanilla you yeah. know so the the do i mean the tricks and stuff are ridiculously crazy but that doesn't necessarily convert to sales like somebody wanting to buy the shit they're wearing because of what they're doing they'd yeah. rather they'd rather hear the story and it's you know, it's all that kind of stuff this is like yeah, they're, they're buying like you as a brand <laughs> it's like, yeah. I hate to, like it's like everybody likes Sylvester Stallone on Roof of the Underdog because he's got the story and he's going up against Ivan Drago, the dude who was basically produced in a lab. Like you could teach a kid from a toddler, uh, give him all the opportunities in the world and teach him how to skateboard. But like you said, if he's just vanilla personality wise, nobody wants to follow him, even though he could be the best and figure out the game, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. It's like the, the, some of the new kids that are just ridiculously good that's what they did. They skated skate parks their whole life. They, you know what I mean? They were in these safe zones and just learning everything. Anybody can be good at skating. If you know, you put the time in, except Logan, 
I'm terrible. <laughs> I can't even stand. <laughs> I won't argue that for a single second. I can't even stand on a damn skateboard. But so, what I'm saying is, is you don't have to be like I'm not. I'm not even. I was never close to being the like trick for trick best skater. But you know, we built stories and stuff. Have you ever skated a contest in your entire career? Yeah, I get dead last almost every time. <laughs> But you know what's funny? So I skated contests in like the late 90s and I got dead last every time. But randomly enough, all the all the contest social media footage that comes out nowadays is like all of us guys that would get dead last cuz we were all about trying to kill it in practice. Just so, have fun with it. Yeah, just have fun and and do cool stuff in practice that you can sit there and try, you know, yeah. 50 times. And that's the stuff that's coming back out now. Like, damn, Tampa you Pro was sick. 50 what times and then land it once, and that's the one that makes it. Right, but but everyone that's, like, doing their runs, they're practicing their runs, the stuff that they can yeah. do over and over and over. Yeah. When you get footage of that, it's real boring and repetitive. But when they would get the footage of us making our trick, even though it took the entire contest to do yeah. That's what ended up in the magazine. That's what ended up in the video. You know, it's a real draw correlation here and not a correlation rather, but a contrast comparison. You go to, let's call it world cup finals and you have, let's use the GTRs. For example, you got an R35 GTR. Yeah, they haven't gone sixes yet. They don't do a damn thing in competition. And you look at the line when they come up for exhibition passes, you can't fucking see because there's so many people that want to see that car just do that one thing and they don't give a shit about who took the gold. They don't, they really don't, they don't care. Yeah. And only obviously this is, this is past tense with this stuff coming out or footage coming out. But like any of those big races, the, the people line up for like the heavy shit talk grudge races, that are going to go down, but they don't, I mean, they'll line up for finals and stuff, but going rounds and stuff, it's, it's more fun to see the story of triumph or the story of like where somebody came from in racing and, and there's a lot of correlation there, I think, or comparison, rather. Or, like, take drifting, you know? So, if, if uh, these guys are doing their lines in the drift competition, well, one dude comes in at 50 mile an hour faster, even though he lost, but he came in 50 mile an hour faster, and he had to, like, reverse in or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate, that's, like... That's, hate. The thi that's the thing that's going to get the press, you know? That's like Hurst, man. Jonathan Hurst, who we've had on the podcast before. Hurst is aggressive i guess is the word i'd like to use and and there's situations in competition where i wouldn't say i can't judge i hate i hate even sounding judgmental because i can't do what he does um but he'll get into competition and, and from sitting afar you're like man why did he do this or that or this or that but then he'll go and he'll make a run and he'll just say fuck it and he'll let it all hang out and if he pieces a run together with that same mentality of of i'm gonna let it all hang out and can still clip the lines he needs to clip destroys everybody bare minimum he gets some great footage which results in sponsorships which is what helps his program like one of my gripes with drifting is like wall taps are detrimental to your score oh dude That's i hate the that sickest i yeah. love it if you can tag the wall and leave your mark on it and still keep on rocking like that's yep. awesome i think they should have a system where the back bumper has to have x amount of layers of paint <laughs> and you have to get to a certain color by the end of the drift race. Like, okay, they're going to like a rainbow. You got to get to the green and then you did good, you know, without, without a dent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Like without a dent. Oh, they, you got down to the third color. No yeah. dent. Yeah. They need to line all the barriers with just 80 grid sandpaper. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. Actually. I'm trying to find sport. 
this picture that it was like when the Dodge Challengers first came back, the new body styles. Um, and it, there was a drift car that they made. And now all it's pulling up is freaking Hot Wheels. But I remember seeing it. I think it was a SEMA build. Um, but on the back rear quarter panels, it looked like they cut out a perfect, nice trimmed oval. And it looked like it had a roller blade sticking just out of the body. So they had wheels that you could tag the wall. And the wheels would rub the wall instead of slamming the body into it. Yeah, and I that was, was like, Brad Angle, uh, Brad something. I got it. Um, Silver. Seven, seven layers, seven layers of quarter inch Bondo, <laughs> different, <laughs> different <laughs> colors, different colors with an eight grit sand paper wall. Yeah. Boom. How many like layers you, can you get through without a dent? Yeah, you can count it like rings on a tree after you cut uh, it down. That would be awesome. The guy that posted that picture you're thinking of, Rye, I have his, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Brad Eglian. Yeah. Um, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It was like caster wheels on the side of the car. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, Looking down sorry, the right side of the car, right? Super excited for a second there. Yeah. SEMA 2008. Uh, Sam Hubinetti's in Hubinets Drift Ride. Oh, I'm thinking of a different car. This is like, it's Mopar all the way. I'm trying to pull the picture up of it here, but. Um, so I want to go back to what you're talking about with, uh, kind of with Brad and Nigel. I was thinking about this the other day with the progression of, 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 of the racing. What do you guys, do you guys think like, is Jesus Christ, sorry, I can't can't do it. I'm trying to do two things at once here. Is it the like oh the sport God. and everything because the technology development has progressed, or do you think it's because we just kind of stuck with it long enough? Think about the people that you used to run with 10, 20 years ago that were like, oh, this is the best days of our lives. We're all into cars. And then they kind of like one by one start to fall off. Because I can think of people that I used to go racing with or hang out with, and we would do car shit all the time. And they have sold all their hot rods and everything, and they traded it in for like, things like that actually cliche. make the money long term or you know a bigger house a john deere and some fucking new balances not oh, that there's anything that. wrong with that so good i really enjoy that idea but new balances and john deere's there you go here's the drift oh, rear quarter what is that that is a challenger or something that's the rear bumper and right left rear quarter of a dodge challenger with you know, rye all of your porn tabs are still up oh shit he looked what an idiot <laughs> 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 Jokes on you, Buster. I don't look at porn on this computer. Hey, so what was Ella? your question, right? So how what was, do you guys think? Is, everything, do you how think is everything progressing? I can't. So fast? <laughs> um, I forgot. We're off the rails. You guys smell toast? Now, like, do you think that the level of where we are, and this is going to sound kind of smug, and I don't mean it to sound smug or, or anything like that or stuck up, but where we are, what we do, and how far we've come. Like everybody on here right now has a thousand horsepower car. Did you think 10 years ago you'd own a thousand horsepower car? I know Josh did, but I, I mean, I can't speak for Josh, but I think you had a thousand horsepower car 10 years ago. Probably. It's it's still the same block. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How long have you had the Camaro? 2013 is when you built it. Yeah. So it's called 10 years. I think that the progression of, automotive is is more than one thing i think it's number one is commitment to stick with it but i think a huge part of it is the advancement in technology and safety and things of that nature because 
if you go back to 2007 and you put a big stuff three on a X275 style car and you're aiming for the, the, I don't even know what the record is now. It's probably changed 12 times, but you aim for that number on that system and you have no outside trash. You're literally just working off yanking some timing. If you can sense a little wheel spin. Yeah. I guess, um, I guess is it easier for us because we've been doing it for so long or is it easier for everybody? Cause it seems like, no, it's easier for everybody. Like I'm surrounded. It's yeah. so easy to build a nine second car. And sometimes I get on Facebook in these little like local groups and somebody's asking a question like, where do I get a five liter Fox body, burn a chip for it? And I'm like, put a freaking standalone in it. Why are you messing with this? And then I go, oh yeah, that was me 10 years ago. Is everybody yeah. else still doing that 10 years ago? So that's kind of, is, is, I can't talk. Uh, that's like, is it us that we've progressed? Is it everybody as an industry as a whole, or is it like a combo meal of two? No, nah, the whole thing's progressed. <clears throat> Like you could say, buy you you could buy your first car right now and put a fifteen hundred horsepower LS in it, where you couldn't do that years ago. That's yeah. fair. You, know you, I mean? couldn't, you couldn't. But people people know how to do it now. It's like yeah, yeah. You could do it for even less money than you than we did it for. You know what I mean? I, I would. Yeah. That, that's my thing though. Is are we clouded because of where we are and having done it? Yeah, I think we are, but only be only because. And I look at this. Here's a great comparison. I have been into guns for like a very long time, right? <laughs> I've been into, I've been into, I've been a gun guy forever, right? Okay. So just keep that in mind. I'm really good and serious about weapons. So now I work at a performance shop and I've worked in performance for over a decade and I field calls every day, all day that goes something like this. Hello. I would like to put an LS in my Chevy two. Um, can you guys delete the vats off my ECU? And it's like, dude, what? Ugh. But I have to check myself because if you don't live and breathe this and, and, and literally see the stuff that's rolling out from all the different companies and be a part of it on a consistent basis, if you don't stay in tune with it, you don't, it's, it's just something you are ignorant to. Yeah. But when you do get into the world of this, it's like, oh my God, dude, there's an answer for almost everything similar to, how in depth I am with guns now. So I'm, I'm really smart and I know everything there is to know about guns, except when I walk in a gun store, <laughs> the real story, I swear to God, this happened. I walked into Elizabethtown, like rod and reel. And I walked to the back wall. Cause I wanted a bolt action, like sniper rifle. Cause I want to be Chris Kyle. And I was looking at a weapon and I'm like, dude, the guy behind the counter was like, Oh, this idiot. I'm like, man, that thing is sick. What's the ticket on that? And what does it take for ammunition? And he looks me dead ass in the face. He goes, well, that right there, uh, that's an airsoft gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was beat red. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I knew that. I, mean, I knew that. I knew that. I was just testing you is what that was. What do you got there? You got this. I was just coming down to clean this. Oh, me too. You know what I was going to do? I was going to try to figure out why my trigger doesn't reset. Y'all want to do this together? <laughs> so, Ryan, Ry, where's your guns? Uh, what a loser, dude. <laughs> loser, dude. Yeah. So, so the I think yeah. the source of information like 10 years ago, like you were saying, is not everybody keeps up with it. Well, 10, 12 years ago before forums and everything really kind of took off, I think it was everybody's kind of on the same page because pretty much everybody, unless you work in the industry, like you were saying, and you're in contact with these companies. 
we're all getting our information from the same sources, which is basically print media and magazines. So I guess there was that common ground there that everybody knew what was what. But I guess if you're not in tune or plugged into the same channels as like, I don't know a damn thing about Nissan World. And somebody asked me a question today about where do you get coilovers for a Q50? I'm like, Logan, that's who call him. Dude, so. I will say this about coilovers for Q50. They're a pain in the ass to install. Yeah. But other than that. It- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm an expert now after hearing you say that so dude the expert transition is so funny like and i will i don't know i don't mean to keep talking about guns but like i posted up today (laughs) on facebook because this trigger reset situation and real talk i there's like 30 responses and all have valid points in terms of like things i should look into like now you take that same dynamic and you put it back to like the aol chat room days and you you get in there and you're like hey man i'm having this problem with my gun and it's like Oh, you are? You're an idiot. Figure it out, you moron. You stupid idiot. So <laughs> like the, the newbie thread. The noob, face. noob search, dude. Idiot 56K. Be aware. People still um, do. They like, use the search function. Idiot moron. But uh, that's the thing that always has me like, it checks me. I think the sense of camaraderie and community and automotive is a huge, huge driving factor to the continual progression of the sport and the hobby. I really do. Um, and we as clapped out really do nothing to help that. Yeah. I think we're, if anything, we're a detriment to the growth of the community. <laughs> and the information is so available now. It's like, yeah. so I always look at it like, you know, in, in the hip hop mixtape world, 15, 20 years ago, you would have to go to New York City, and walk the streets on a, on a canal street, and you'd have to find the, the mixtape spots and buy them to hear the, the music that no one else can get. But nowadays, you just. <laughs> You can get anywhere. You can go to Spotify. You can, yep. I mean, it's, get on SoundCloud. It's like, My yeah. new album is dropping on SoundCloud tomorrow, actually. There's an app called Dat Piff you can download, and it's literally a ton of just free mixtapes. Yeah. Speaking of mixtapes, Durand Robertson, I listen to him uh, pretty religiously. He's very good. He is a rapper from Ohio. I think he has court today. Everybody wish him luck. <laughs> I really do. He posted up he had court today, and I'm sending good vibes his way. But this dude Durand, um, he drops. If anybody's into hip hop or rap, I I highly suggest you look into him. His his albums are not expensive. He has SoundCloud. You could download his stuff. He does mi- remixes. Anyway, all that to say, I support the mixtape community. I love rap and hip hop. It's my favorite genre of music, next to listening to Josh Sleep. Yeah. What's your uh, what's you into Gangstar at all? Into what? No. Gang Gangstar. You I'm not. I don't know what it is. That's why I said I'm not. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Well, never mind then. What's Gangstar? It, you don't know hip hop if you don't know Gangstar. Yeah, I don't know hip hop. No, I don't. I do know. Uh, I know all the lyrics to "Come Sail Away." If you want me to sing it to you, though, <laughs> I'll do it right now. I swear to God. Um, hey, what uh, what's the deal with the turbo giveaway? That's coming up like next week. How yeah, I think we're just gonna let. This? I think we're just gonna let Scotto decide. That's what I was gonna suggest. Like, why don't we just let Brian decide? So if you guys are unaware, next week on Wednesday, same place that you're listening to right now. So all 21 of you, I need you guys to spread the word. Uh, if, but if Brian, Brian Scotto comes on and we only have 12 people watch, then James Tall is going to maintain the crown. I think we'll we'll do better than that, I think. I don't but, know, uh, I don't know. James is really attractive. Brian Scotto, creative director. I think he's CEO. I don't even know what brand his title is right now. Of Hoonigan, uh, the Brains 
behind basically the the puppet master for ken block travis pastrana pulling the strings for all the Jim Connor series and basically everything that you see on all the hoonigan youtube channels um the man the myth the legend is going to be here uh, he'll be the first guest on our podcast that is taller than me oh sh- yeah he's a giant of a man um i don't know why i got so excited for that maybe finally <laughs> see you as like He's the Dom. I'm sure it'll come through real well on, on camera here. You're going to sub so hard for him, dude. <laughs> so, yes, next week we'll have Brian Scotto, I want to say in studio, but in his studio live for uh, all of our questions. We really know. If anybody's curious, my questions are going to be terrible. They're yeah. going to be awful questions. Rye has legitimate questions. Josh's, I don't, Josh's questions are, I don't know what they're going to be. Well, I've been in the Jim Connors. Yeah. Which one was it? Three, wasn't it? I was in the Frisco one, the LA one. Oh no, I wasn't in the LA one. We were at. We were at. at the, oh yeah, you went with me. We're yeah. at the LA one. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Get, I must have lost my invite in the mail. You pieces of shit. I got, to go, the, the I got to go to the. I got to go to the to the Detroit one. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I didn't get the invite to that one either. Must be nice. <laughs> so, Scott, shafts Brian. do I have to pump to get an invite to one of these things? <laughs> Tune in next week. Brian Scott will be in here, and we'll also give away a turbo. I'm not going to offer to pump Brian Scotto's shaft because I think that's a two-hander. And honestly, I got a little bit of arthritis in this hand already. So He's also married happily. Good for him. It's okay. I got soft hands. So what's, you know. Mine are very calloused. Yours are? Yeah. You haven't been working. What are you talking about? Are you? Yeah, what is, is that? Big block? Is that a big that... block behind you? Or is that just <laughs> yeah, a might as well be. The Why did you pull the blower? Oh, you're wiring it. You yeah, the that's the cubic it. yardage behind hey, me. <laughs> did you use an engine hoist to get the blower off? No, but I did wear my Crocs and stand on the inner fender wells of a Mystic Chrome paint. So, Mike, if you're listening, don't worry. I put down uh, microfibers before I stood on the Mystic Chrome. Mike, that's a lie. He did not put anything down. He barebacked your shit. I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's a 04 Mystic Chrome Cobra with a built 4.6 and a 3.4 liter Whipple Crusher. Well, I guess you can't grudge race it now. Good job, Bert. Dude, it's... I'm not a Mystic Chrome Mustang fan, but this car really tickles my bits. So <laughs> there will be a video dropping tomorrow if you guys are wanting to see what I'm actually talking about. The, the camera here doesn't really do this car justice. It's fucking dope. And my Mike video dropped yesterday and didn't do any type of anything. It got like if it could get if my video could have gotten negative views, I think it would have. <laughs> it premiered cats. ten of ten, and I was like, nobody gives a shit about me. It's the cats. It's the cats. There was no yeah. cats in it. Yes, there was. I don't remember what the video was. You talked about the pee pad and you zapped yourself with it. Dude, I did. I did zap myself. Zapping yourself. And this we barely talk about cars this podcast, but I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Um, I went and got a deep freezer and pulling the box off with the styrofoam. Oh yes. Oh, dude, I thought it was gonna blow me out of my goddamn Crocs. I mean shoes. I can't believe you're crocked out like that. Fucking zapped. I call them shocks. They're my shop Crocs. I hate you fucking It's like so walking much. on anti-fatigue You're maps such a piece 24 of shit. hours a day. I They're hate awesome. you. God damn. Josh, when is DC going to make something that competes with Crocs? <laughs> oh my God, Josh. Can you, you kickflip no balls in Crocs? <laughs> if you don't kickflip in Crocs. <laughs> you could definitely kickflip in Crocs. Yes. But you can't have the strap around the back. I want to see. Yeah. You got to kickflip without the Crocs going flying. That's the deal. I, I would two- totally do it. Unfortunately, I am bound by contract. Just put a DC logo on the side. They won't know up from down. Hey, where'd the person <laughs> go that was giving us all the thumbs up? I don't know where you went, but you trashed back in. I don't know. We're down to 23 live viewers over. 
which means we are tanking, boys. That's all right. We should probably cut this one short anyway because I'm starving. Oh, I need a little moo-moo for my tum-tum. Yeah, I am really hungry. This is a pre-podcast for the real podcast. It's going down March 3rd, 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 with special guest Brian Scotto. Scotto, 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 everybody scream. Ah. So this was a very, we honestly, I was driving home and um, I was like, man, do we even want to do the podcast tonight? Like, I don't have anyone to, to yell at. Last week, I had my crosshairs on UPR. Tackleberry. We haven't even said Tackleberry. Until no, now. we haven't said anything about Tackleberry, dude. He's probably that's probably who's giving us all the thumbs up. That's why he left. Tackleberry. Yeah. God fucking, damn it, Tackleberry. Fucking Tackleberry. Fucking Tackleberry, dude. <laughs> what do you think Tackleberry is going to do tonight? You think he's going to go to sleep, put his head on his pillow, and just know he's the man? Uh, I was going to say, like, we didn't we figure out he's the bully in all the '80s movies? Hey, what kind of truck do you think he should buy? Hmm. Brand new one for all the fucking grief he put us through he should buy us trucks <laughs> that's how i feel <laughs> right take us home head over to clapdoc.com slash store there are store, still store, store. a couple of hoodies over there uh we are working on t-shirt designs we say that every week but it's the truth it takes a long time no, okay rome was that. not built in a day no all right we haven't, we haven't worked on anything and neither was clapped out this is the og original real clapped out podcast not We're the out. fake ass bullshit one Talk is that is that a good looking at note? you <laughs> looking at you clapped out moto hour yeah moto hour that's all right so 